I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's Sarah Goodwin. lovely to see you all. We are actually hitting a bit of a landmark this morning with HDC Daily. This is our 500th edition of HDC Daily. How wonderful is that? Um, We have had 500 mornings um, spent in prayer and in God's word together and what a wonderful thing that is. Um, We can celebrate what God has been doing through HDC Daily um, and yeah, maybe we've got a specific way that we have been blessed um, by HTC Daily over the past couple of years. Um, started in you know the dark times of um, the beginning of the pandemic. Um, yeah, it's just been great to cling to God's word um, throughout these past couple of years. Have been quite a roller coaster. <laughs> great. If you've got a Bible in front of you, um, we are going to be looking at. Luke chapter 9, we're continuing in Luke chapter 9 this morning. Um, So do grab a Bible and turn with me to Luke chapter 9, verses 46 to 50. Who will be the greatest? An argument started among the disciples as to which of them would be the greatest. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, took a little child and had him stand beside him. Then he said to them, Whoever welcomes this little child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me, for it is the one who is least among you all who is the greatest. Master, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he is not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said, for whoever is not against you is for you. We all long for recognition, don't we? We want to be successful at what we do and we want any success we have to be recognised whilst our failures we'd really rather were overlooked and forgotten about. And we find the disciples caught up in this argument, wanting recognition, wanting renown. It's not enough just to be remembered, but which will be considered the greatest. It's too easy, I think, to approach this passage with judgment of the disciples. I know I have. Um, To overlook our own pride and roll our eyes at the disciples having this particular argument in the presence of Jesus Christ. But if we hold some grace for the disciples, they have been on a bit of a roller coaster ride. From the all-consuming glory of the Lord at the Transfiguration to failing and trying to free a demon possessed boy and then a worrying and confusing statement from Jesus that they're too afraid to ask about. Overwhelmed, tired, emotional, confused. I know I'm not always that rational when I feel like that. Jesus's response to this argument is not to yell at the disciples or even to point out his own greatness, although of course his is the only greatness they should really be concerned about. Instead, Jesus brings a small child to stand at his side. The verse that stood out to me the most in this passage was actually the start of verse 47, where it says, Jesus, knowing their thoughts. 
I probably could have spoken just on those four words this morning. I think there is such comfort and challenge for us there. But Jesus brings over this child, I think with gentleness, with compassion, um, to explain to the disciples how wrong they have things. To explain the ways of the kingdom of God and not the ways of the world. In God's kingdom, the last will be first and the first will be last, as it says in Matthew 20. Jesus is teaching the disciples and us the new way of thinking we should have as his disciples and his followers. The final two verses of our passage highlight where the disciples' hearts are really at. It says, Master, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we tried to stop him because he is not one of us. That last phrase, he's not one of us. How often have we thought or acted that way towards someone? That self-importance and concern for the wrong things results in this othering attitude. We stop seeing good things as good. John is describing someone doing the healing that the disciples failed to do. Perhaps there was jealousy seeing someone doing something they felt they should have been able to do. Pride and the wrong priorities lead to jealousy and intolerance. We might not be outwardly prideful or self-important, but Jesus knows our thoughts. He knows our hearts and he longs for us to walk with him in the ways of the kingdom to be willing to be last in service to him. Amen. For our 500th edition of HTC Daily, we spent some time thanking God for all that he's done through HTC Daily over the past couple of years and the many ways that it's blessed our church family. We also prayed for Jesus' help to walk in his ways and that we would be challenged by the Holy Spirit in areas where we're prone to being prideful um, or intolerant.